0: But I think the reason why we actually like pushed to make that happen is because of my parents. Just seeing the amount of sacrifice that they had to go through, in order to even just be able to provide for us. Hello and welcome to Driven, the
1: podcast that dives deep into the world of business, fitness, self-improvement, and just becoming the best version you can be. This podcast aims to inspire, educate, and motivate by sharing valuable experiences, lessons, and tips on personal and professional growth. So buckle up and let's get started on this exciting journey.
0: Hello everyone. Today is going to be our first podcast. I know we've done quite a bit of videos before, uh, but this one is going to be officially our first podcast.
1: And uh, before we begin the podcast, we're just going to introduce ourselves to kind of give a little bit of background of who we are and what we're currently doing. So just to introduce myself, my name is Alexis Villegas. I'm currently 26 years old and currently have a business and I'm in business with my brother
0: Juan. Yeah. And so my name is Juan Villegas. Uh, We're brothers. I am 28 years old. And yeah, we have our e-commerce business, which officially we started in 2019, Mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, But there's a lot of things that we've done beforehand. Um, and I think just sharing our experiences, like pretty much out of high school, yeah, uh, I think it'll be of a lot of value and I think it'll help a lot of people not just get motivated, but I think through our experiences and our mistakes, our successes, I think a lot of people will benefit a lot from that.
1: And with that, uh, let's just go back to the beginning. Uh, we were born in Mexico um, yeah. and I know we came here. I was four, you were six. Yes. Uh, and we came to Los Angeles, California in South Central L.A. And that's where we grew up for most of our life
0: yeah and and for the people that do live there do live there uh we were on slots and figure so if you guys have gone to there like it's it's not the best but it ain't the worst but it's it not ain't the, the, the best.
1: worst but it's not the best yeah okay and so we are going to be doing podcast every week every two weeks and one of the reasons why we want to start doing podcasts is because we want to share our experience and our knowledge and and we, and we just want to put it out there so maybe it could help someone. Uh, and just we could share, like I mentioned, we could share our experiences.
0: Yeah, and just adding to that, uh, at least from what I've seen, there's not a lot of people that are... I'm not going to say we're successful, but I think we're doing pretty well. And uh, I know it, it might be difficult for a lot of people to, to even know where to start. And I think like how we had mentioned before, I think just our experiences, uh, knowing where we came from, you know, no money. And it's not to say, like, uh, I'm victimizing myself, but, like, no money, no connections, no parents. Like, pretty much we were just in South LA yep. going through high school. I mean, finished high school, and then pretty much it's just, like, just put yourself in that position. It's, like, you know, where do you start? Mm-hmm. Like, you go to a job, you go to college. We had no connections. We have no rich uncle, no rich nothing. Yeah. Uh, and at that point, I think, I don't know if, we wanna, if we're going to put this up there. We didn't have any papers. Papers as in, like, we were illegal. Pretty we much were breaking the law twenty four seven. Twenty four seven, and so, and so knowing that, I think, and just going through life and experience a lot of things, just putting it out there, I think is gonna help a lot of people and maybe even inspires uh, people. But I definitely do see like the struggles that people go through, and I think as long as not as long, but if we put things out there, people are gonna like see, uh, and and actually like. Now that it's possible to actually do something yep, more than just like the basic day to day paycheck to paycheck to paycheck paycheck living. Right.
1: Yeah. And so with that, let's um, like I mentioned, we did we did grew up in South Central L.A. Um, And as far as I could remember, we were kind of we grew up in an environment of watching our parents work, uh, have a good work ethic, work hard, try to provide for everyone in the family. And uh, seeing that, I know I started a little, you could say side hustle selling water and Gatorades, and I know you started something else. So like around 12, I started selling waters and Gatorades. I remember I wanted to, I I don't know the real reason why I wanted to start, but maybe it was just to make a little extra money so I could buy myself things. Um, So yeah, uh, I started selling that around 12, uh, when we used to play soccer in the team. I would grab a lonchetta, you know, pack the Gatorades and waters. And after the game with the other opponents, I would just go up to them and tell them, hey, you know, like, do you want to buy a water, Gatorade, everything is at a dollar. And I would sell out everything. And, you know, I kept that up for a few games, probably like a month, two months. And then after that, I decided to just continue soccer because it was kind of like a hassle going back and forth. So that was one of my first experience with, you know, kind of like that entrepreneur journey, entrepreneur uh, activities. At 12 years old. And I know you had a similar experience. Uh,
0: yeah. And I think it just came more from necessity than wanting to be yes. an entrepreneur. It's just the lack of money. I know we had Xbox. We have games. And yep. I just have a natural proclivity to just being introverted, quiet mm-hmm. to myself. And so the easiest thing for me, I know eBay back then in what, 2011, 2010, 2011, 2012 was a pretty big thing. And so we had a lot of stuff that we didn't use anymore. We didn't really play video games, I think, at that point. And so... We just had a lot of stuff, and eBay was a channel that I'm like, okay, maybe we could sell this stuff and, you know, make some money. And so that's what I started doing. Uh, pretty much everything that was lying on the house that we didn't need. I just listed it up on eBay, sold it, learned how to list on eBay, take pictures on eBay, and list the items and make it so that it's attractive to, to the customers to buy. And so I think that was just my, like, I got my feet wet at that time with the e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Which, like I said, like, like I had mentioned before, especially if you have no connections or like mm, you have like no guidance or path to like how you're gonna be successful. I think online, it's a good way to start. It's not. I don't think. I wouldn't recommend that. It's the way to start, but I think it's the that's how we started. Yeah, it's just to get the ball rolling. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. So that was a little bit before high school. Um, and before we get into after high school, and you know how we started this journey. Um kind of want to ask Juan, and I know it's for myself is the same thing, but kind of like, why are we doing this? You know, what's our purpose? Why do we want to, you know, why, why did we start a business? And same thing for me. That's one of the reasons why I still continue doing this thing is just to provide for my parents. I know they sacrificed in the beginning, so now it's our turn to sacrifice yep. and provide for them, giving them the option to retire. I know we were able to retire our mom in around 2020. So now she's at home taking care of uh, your son. My uh, son, yeah. Our grandchild, <laughs> Oh, our grand- <laughs> <laughs> her her grandchildren, grandchildren. yeah. Her grandchildren. And I know my dad, It's uh, uh, we, we we could still give him the option to retire. I know he doesn't want to retire, he still wants to stay active. Uh, but now he has that option. And same thing, just growing up, watching our parents uh, basically struggle, uh, working hard, but you know, only doing so much because you know maybe didn't have that knowledge they didn't have that connection like you mentioned Uh, I remember an example in like around 2008 2009 uh, our parents were really struggling I remember there was a point where we couldn't oh my parents couldn't find money to pay the rent so we had to borrow from family members and you know having to pay back and forth and I know that was a big stress on my dad I remember uh, talking with our uncle like it got to a point where like the stress was it was a lot and moving on from that continuing on um so let's get started with after high school or around high school i know like we're two years apart so you kind of had two years of life experience after oh you kind of have like two more years ahead of me yeah so i know like you graduated around Uh, 2012 2012 i graduated 2014 um and during that time so like what was your first job like after high school
0: yeah so straight out of high school just the natural path was college. That's in high school, our network, our surroundings. It was just pretty much go to college, mm-hmm. and so I remember I applied to a CS. Took quite a bit, bit. Uh, I applied to a few colleges. I got accepted to some, but just so I think the easiest place for me to college was Cal State LA, mm-hmm. CSULA. It's closest, so then I, I did go there to pretty much you know get the paperwork and all that, and then. Seeing like the the financial aspect of it, and I remember it was gonna be a lot, Mm -hmm. at least relatively for for us in in that position, and so it just didn't make sense financially because we I wasn't I or my parents like they weren't gonna be able to help me and it it was a lot, so then I just decided to go to trade tech Mm -hmm. like well community college pretty much, and so I went to college for community college for like what a year, Mm -hmm. a year and a half, and so. Uh, on the side also I, I did start working At the Home Depot But I remember the Back then I don't think Indeed or Craigslist Was a big thing No oh, it, Craigslist as in like You know getting a job And so those websites I, Or at least I didn't know Of them And so I remember The way that I used To go apply Was I remember Just going in person Like I've gone to, I went to supermarkets And asked, you know Like the workers Like do you guys know If you're hiring Or you, do you guys um, Is your manager here Because so, uh, you know I, I'm looking for a job And so I remember Going to markets different places and then I I did get to the Home Depot and they just told me to apply online and so I did eventually I did get a job and so uh, for around a a, a little bit less than a year I was going to college and working part-time at the Home Depot too and so pretty much that was the what I did you know straight out of high school Mm
1: -hmm. and that was like around the 2012 uh, getting to the 2013 that was
0: yeah I think that was 2013 yeah yeah and
1: then for me uh during high school I know I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but during high school, it was like I was exposed to a higher level of thinking because yeah. of Juan. Uh, but before we get to it, uh, during high school, because of that higher, being exposed to that higher level of thinking, I knew right away that I wasn't going to go to college. College wasn't the thing for me. So I didn't even apply. I know a lot of my counselors, counselors were like, you know, like you need to apply. The application are free. Like you get up to five applications to go to a, a college. I didn't apply like I already knew what I, w- I wanted to do and then uh, right after high school um, what the first job I got was uh, superior and then one of the reasons why I got that because I remember my dad uh, he lost one of the keys for for the Sienna he used to drive and at the time like to get a replacement was like a two hundred dollars and so like we couldn't even you know like it was hard to even like cover that two hundred dollar cost So in my head, I'm like, man, I'm still 17 at that time. I'm like, man, you know what? I'm just going to go get a job so I can start making money and, you know, be able to help around with like those type of expenses. So what I did is I used to like I I, at the time I didn't drive. So I would just walk around to the closest jobs that were close to our house. And um, I would just ask, you know, like, hey, you know, like, do you happen to have work? Uh, And then uh, until I went to the superior. And I remember that time when I went to the Superior, I, you know, I went with a, a dress shirt, a tie and everything, cause that's how we were brought up in, in school. Uh, kind of like, you know, like be presentable and everything. And so like, that was my first job, Superior. And I remember for eight months, I was just outside in the parking lot, uh, juntando los carritos, basically like picking up the carts. And so that was like in the rain and the heat. And then uh, later on, I moved on to the inside working in uh, the produce section, but that was only for like a month, two months. Um, And then, you know, after that, it just progressed from there. Um, But yeah, continuing with you, Juan, I know after the Home Depot, like you were kind of introduced to, you could say something else.
0: Yeah. And so going to college and Home Depot, that's pretty much the, what I was going to do. Eventually I was just studying to become a mechanical engineer. And so that's what I was going to do. But then I was introduced to one of our friends that Mm -hmm. we still know to this day, uh, to World Financial Group. Mm -hmm. Uh, At the very beginning, like the first time I was introduced to me, like I didn't start, um, you know, going off with that, you know, not mentality, but... You know, you Google things and you see like world financial groups, scam, they take your money, this and that. Pyramid and, scheme. Uh, a pyramid scheme, which it's very different. Uh, I think a lot of also people have the misconception of a pyramid scheme. World financial group or Primerica, their pyramid schemes, uh, which is not. A pyramid scheme is pretty much like an investment. Like you put money in, get returned, but there's no actual product or anything. And then eventually, well, and the whole basis is just getting people in mm-hmm. to, or at least that's what I think. Getting people in or put money in. Uh, and, you know, usually it's the first people that started, you know, that get the money and eventually it just runs dry So that, that's a Ponzi scheme But, yeah, and so re- seeing all that, I didn't start But as time went on, I saw my friend, you know, dressing, like dressing professionally His attitude changed, mentality changed And so as he kept doing it, I'm like, hmm, I want to see what's it what's it about And so then eventually I'm like, you know it, well it also got it started because they also went to a Las Vegas trip convention and so I went there with for no reason honestly I didn't do anything I was I think 18 19 19 at that time I really couldn't do anything so I pretty much just stayed in the hotel room went to the pool um, and then, but then after that seeing their just excitedness just being excited I'm like you know what let me start and mm-hmm. so that I, I did start with him. And then, uh, yeah, and then just starting, like, just going to their meetings and whatnot, I learned a lot of things. Like, my mentality shifted. And so, yeah, that's why, like, I think it was a place that started kind of our, like, just, you know, actual, like, focus and mentality that is, you know, a job isn't necessarily like your only choice or like, you know, the ninety five, which is isn't bad, but it just shifted more of our perspective, like, you know what, like and, and it kind of solidified that, you know, we want to be our own bosses in a sense. We mm-hmm. wanna start our own business. But yeah, being there it, it changed my mentality a lot. I learned a lot of, I learned a lot about insurance too. Yeah. Which we both have. Yep. And so and I believe everyone should have. But it, it just changed our perspective a lot. We learned a lot. I learned how to talk to people. I remember going every day. I, I needed to talk to people. I remember I used to present in front of, um, what do you call it, like com- uh, community centers. I, I learned a lot. I learned how to communicate better. I learned, I gained a lot of confidence there because I actually had to go talk to people. And so I gained a lot of confidence there too. And especially and so that me, me being naturally introverted, uh, it definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone for sure. And so I did i got a lot of skills from that and i also my mentality shifted considerably and you began world finance group around
1: 2013 2013 all the way to 2015 i believe 15 and around that time 2013 i was still in high school and i remember juan he came up to me he's like hey you know like you gotta come down to this event like you know these all these successful people uh and, you know, like seeing his, his excitement, like it kind of made me curious. So I ended up going on a Saturday to an event and I saw all these people, you know, making all these, all this money, all this figure. So in my head, I'm like, if, if these people are making this much money, then it's possible. Maybe that's something I could do. Uh, so I started going, like I was still in high school. I started going to the, to like the, the meetings. I, I used to go to like the trainings uh, and I was exposed to a high level of thinking, which, being exposed to that like i mentioned uh, kind of made me decide not to go to college and so like same like around the same period um 2013 all the way to like 2015 yeah. I was in World Financial Group and then after that um we kind of like went our separate ways
0: yeah so i i, I left the uh, world financial group around that time too and I, and i think it's it's something that we believe that you know like insurance Investments, we know that it's a necessity, Mm -hmm. but I think it it wasn't the right path for us. And so I know you left first, then I I left. And then so I started working with this attorney. Um, I forgot what the Métion firm or La Liga Defensora. Uh, I did start working there. And so pretty much what my job consisted is like just, you know, the people that call, receiving Mm -hmm. their calls, either getting them to come to the office and selling them the services, Or on the phone, actually, selling the services. And so pretty much that's what I was doing all day, every day. And so I did that for two weeks, two or two weeks, I think, until I I got fired. And (laughs) I got fired, which is probably a story for another day, but I got fired from there. So after that, I remember I started working at this uh, e-commerce place. It was called Special Place. Mm -hmm. And right there, they sold clothing, pretty much like liquidation clothing from Macy's. And they listing them Taking pictures I I started working there And so I did that for I think it was I think another two weeks Two weeks Yeah, it was pretty weak It was pretty quick And from that place I got fired too Uh, Which is a story Which that one I don't fully get Like they said something that I I honestly don't know Why they let me go I think it was uh, Something about them Or something Something I, I have no idea why But they let me go and then i started working at this um i think it was a psychologist or psychiatrist uh medical office and so what i did there was pretty much i think it was called uh, I built insurances pretty much mm. and so like uh get, getting the insurances to pay uh that's what i was doing and but at that place and and i think that's what kind of made me realize you know what coming from world financial group you know all you know all the successes all the you know you know be your own boss working there i realized man we definitely need to do that Uh, because three days in like i remember like i just didn't like told being like and i think it could also be due to the management it wasn't the you know the best i remember i was going like just pretend you're doing your work and i go hey and i'm like dude i have a like i have a i have a name Mm -hmm. like at least call me by my we're only two and you're going like hey and so that that really bothered me like a lot. And I'm like And so, you know, I went home and and then the next day I woke up I'm like that that place isn't for me. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I call him like, you know what, I appreciate everything. You, do. you don't even have to pay me, even though they did. They sent me the check later. You don't need to pay me like I I don't think it's gonna I forget what I said, but it's pretty much not gonna work out. And so just having him tell me that, like, you know, that hey, I think it would bother you too it would if bother I bother everyone, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and I'm like like, okay, we're just two, and, and you're telling me? Mm-hmm. And, and, he, and he, was, he had a PhD here, at th- and so I'm like, mm, I don't know. But that's that. And so within a matter of, I think, a month, I had, like, three jobs. And, okay, some of them were my fault, too, probably, because the attorneys, I remember, it was my fault that I, I was like, oh, it was fair. Um, but then, you know, going through those job experiences, I knew that, you know, I wanted my own thing. mm mm-hmm but i still needed money so i i did end up going to another job which is uh play stores or retail fashion outlet online and so i started working there um and that's really where i saw just how an operation can be well run cuz working there i'm like i remember just working there like they they had a really great compensation system you know your base pay plus you know the speed that at which you went ahead and listed. so pretty much the place was uh Dealing with online, eBay, Amazon, their own website. And so, what they did was they also bought liquidation pallets um, or they, they bought from manufacturers, depending, because uh, they, they were a relatively big company at that time. They had 70 employees. And so, they got either overstock or liquidation uh, to their wer- to their warehouse. And pretty much, it's just taking it out, making sure it's all good, and then listing and taking pictures and whatnot. And so, I, what my job consisted of is getting the clothes that was already skewed and whatnot. And just pretty much getting the measurements, uh, and writing out the description for the for the listing, and then taking pictures. And so I started, yeah, I started working there. And then at that place, I did worked there, I think almost a year. But I I learned a lot of things there too, like how well an operation can be ran. And yeah, for I worked there for about a year, and so that was <clears throat> from that. I think that's how we started our next business. But yeah. I don't know if there's other things that you did too before that. Yeah.
1: So when I after doing the door to door, uh, which was Kirby, I only lasted there three months and one of the reasons why I left was because of the compensation. I was a hundred based I was a hundred percent based uh compensation. So like whatever I the way I would get paid is for whatever I sold. So if I didn't sell I wouldn't get paid. And uh, the most you can make on um, uh per sale was around between 200 to $500 depending if you present it and also close the sale um, So it, it was it was like a little hard to make money uh, Also one of the reasons why is because it's a $2,000 vacuum so I don't you know I don't think anyone woke up that day thinking they were gonna buy a $2,000 vacuum So you really had to you could say sell people so that's one of the reasons why I left and then after I left I started working uh, warehouse jobs. So that's primarily what I focused on uh, because it was the easiest way to make money. You Just exchange your labor for money, um, your labor and time. So I worked, I think three or four jobs in the span of a month. I would quit the jobs because I didn't like them. I remember one time I went in like around 8 p.m. to a job and by 12 a.m. I, uh, I already quit. And then one of the reasons because the work was very tedious i remember you had to open tvs you had to attach an antenna and so like Mm -hmm. my hand like like it was hurting by the end of the the four hours and you know maybe that's a little bit of complaining but i just decided to leave Uh, until i found you could say the the job that i settled in which was uh, sugarfina which was a luxury candy brand luxury company company and i used to work in their manufacturing you know company used to package the candy and everything so i worked there from the end of 2015 to 2017 early 2017 how's it going everyone if you found any value or found one thing that helped you out in today's episode you would love it if you could share the podcast with your friends family or colleagues who you think could benefit from it let's spread the knowledge and create a positive impact and i know like kwan mentioned before that uh we started our first business which was formal apparel integrated services uh and i know one of the reasons why we started it was because
0: juan started uh in retail fashion outlet yeah it was the the company that you see online if you so you you just google retail fashion outlet you'll you'll see them but yeah coming from that seeing how the operations ran seeing you know pretty much everything i thought you know what it's Maybe something that we might want to do And especially on YouTube I think at that time There was a lot of I think there was quite a bit of people Selling liquidation stuff Liquidation stuff So not just clothing But I think other stuff Um, Like pots and pans Electronics was a big thing It was And so we started We started clothes Because that's what I knew at least And so I know we started uh, with clothes And so we formed our LCR company and right away we got to start buying the inventory and i i think we got loans huh did we get loans to get our first initial inventory i don't
1: think in the beginning because no? in the beginning remember we went to goodwill oh you're right yeah yeah so we started out in goodwill um i remember we, well, you had a friend working there so yeah. he would tell us when the deals were going on and some of the deals were like every item in the store were a dollar So I remember you were doing your research and you're like, okay, let's go. Everything is is at a dollar. And I know we started out buying jackets. We started buying out suits because we could sell them for a higher price. If we were able to get them at a dollar, we were able to sell them for 30, 60, 80 dollars. That's a good margin.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I I just remember the other, that is how we started Uh, going to like Goodwill's, looking at for deals, looking at the good brands, you know, the Hugo Bosses, the Canales. No, the Canales were rare, but... Brands like that Jackets Because also coming from WG That's something that we liked yep. Like uh, suits uh, Jackets You know Dress pants And so but that's what we knew And that's what we liked So that's where we started And I remember We used to buy things For a dollar Two Three dollars And we used to sell them For like yeah Like 50 60 80 dollars And I think there was one time we, we found something good I think the margins Were were like Good good yeah. So we spent like What No less than five uh, not, No more than five dollars And we got like I think it was like around 200 bucks for yep. something. I, I forgot what it was. So, I mean, the margins are great. The only problem with that business model is that it's not scalable. So, we're just limited to us too. And so, there's only so much inventory that we could actually go out and look and search for. I remember that. Remember we used to go. There was one time yep. where we went to like different. Like uh, you went to this Goodwill. I went to this Goodwill. Mm-hmm. And we used to do that. So, yeah. Uh, that's how we started. So, I remember that was our how we first, first started. And I just remember that. But, uh, you know, coming from the knowledge of, uh, you know, like the reach of fashion outlet, the, you know, that's what we started. That's yeah. what we started doing.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you already knew what to do. Cause like, like how you mentioned, you came from that knowledge. So you already knew how to list. You already knew like what to look for, what brands were, you know, good sellers. So I know like a good portion of it was because of your knowledge. And I, I remember we started in the living room, remember? Yeah. So like, we would like, kind of like put all the clothes like in a box to make sure, you know, they were safe and, and whatnot. And, uh whenever we had to list them we would you know take them out we would set up like we had we bought like some small lights soft boxes and then we would just like like our parents would watch us uh, list the clothes take pictures of them and so we started from the from our living room and then later on we kind of moved on to a storage unit and then yeah so we
0: moved on to a storage unit and you know we were doing good and I know uh, yeah. yeah. So and then uh, so we moved to a store. Yeah, we had moved to a storage unit. Uh, but just for reference, we uh, like at the beginning we were working out of our apartment or my parents' apartment. Just for reference, that apartment was extremely small. Yep. Uh, it was about one bedroom, one bedroom. If I had to estimate, I think it was around like three to four hundred square feet. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty small for four people. And uh, and I just imagine getting inventory and putting it there. Like there was no space anywhere. Uh, but yeah, and so then after that we got a storage unit. and then from the storage unit, I think that's I don't remember I think that's when we started Um, okay, you know what we're 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 working, we're making money, but then also the business is making money. Mm-hmm. So then we decided to take it to the next level you could say and get a small unit, like a small warehouse. Yeah, I remember. And then so that's where we got a, a small like unit. It was I think like 500 square 500 feet square feet at a dollar square foot. yeah, yeah it, it was pretty cheap. And so that that's, you know, that's where we started again.
1: Yeah. And so because it was a dollar a square foot, the rent was $500. So, like, it wasn't a lot to where, like, you know, like, we, we were struggling, but it wasn't a little bit. Like, I know most of the stuff we were paying for was coming from our jobs. And so, like, and then also kind of like the excess, you could say, profit from the sales coming in and out. And I know we started doing that and eventually, uh, working out from that unit, we started like, like how Juan mentioned, it was kind of like hard to scale, uh, shopping at Goodwill. So that's when we started, uh, looking, you know, like online and we, that's when we first got our pallet, right?
0: Yeah. The pallet. And so we already had our license, uh, our LLC Mm -hmm. and pretty much all our licenses. And so we just, you know, we just like. I think it was kind of like take it to the next level and like starting buying pallets directly like from Macy's, and so we were able, and so it, it's pretty easy I think getting uh so but granted you do have to have your company first your LLC to be able to purchase from them, and your seller's permit so it's you just go to Macy'sLiquidation.com Macy'sLiquidation or or S with the plural at the end, I, and you just get everything set and you're ready to buy. And so I remember we went there and we, we used to buy from there too. Then there's other websites too, like bstock.com, where there's a lot of, you know, sellers or a lot of companies that want to liquidate their stuff that you could buy from there too. And so from all these places, we got our inventory. Yes. And so we made uh, quite a bit of purchases from them. So when did we start it? We started in 2016. Around Do there.
1: You, I don't remember the exact month, but we started in 2016. And just to give a reference, you know, this was our first business. We really didn't know much. What like we we didn't really know what to do. We just knew like the the skills of you know how to list, how to how to get the items. But everything else about business, how to scale, you know, like how to take it to the next level, we didn't know. But granted, that first year from like mid twenty sixteen to mid twenty uh, to the end of twenty to the beginning of twenty seventeen. I remember we did around 30k in revenue, so that was our first year in business, which wasn't too bad. It was kind of like the same as making, you know, minim- at that time minimum wage, uh, yeah. your salary. Um, and so, like you know, little by little we progressed. We started getting better, uh, and then we kind of ha- we kind of got lucky. We got our breakthrough because um, the un- it, it was uh, the location we were at. It was kind of like part of a bigger building, and I know like people moved in. And they wanted the room we were in uh, because they were growing a weed farm. Remember that? So they yeah. wanted the, the location we were in. So the landlord, what he did is he accommodated us to a bigger unit at the same price. And I remember that was a thousand three hundred square feet yeah. at the same price of five, five uh, hundred dollars. And so that allowed us to expand. And that was from twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen. And so like like little by little, we were continuing to buy pallets. Uh, you know, growing our revenue. Uh, and then in that location, we only lasted a few months, remember? Because yeah. after that, like mid-2017, we moved on to our bigger unit because we were doing really good at that during that year. Uh, and I remember we moved to a 2,000. No, it was kind of like 3,000 square feet, huh?
0: 2,700 square
1: feet. 2,700 square feet. It was a standalone building in Inglewood. We moved in there, and that's when we really started expanding.
0: Yeah, so I think at, at, at that point... We moved to the Inglewood. And at, at that point, we were also buying pallets, maybe three pallets. So we were spending an inventory like 8000 at a time. Yeah. Uh, so we were buying pallets. Um, and so, yeah, that's pretty much where we just got the ball rolling. We knew exactly what to do. We, for the most of the day, we just listed, uh, got the images. And that's pretty much what we were doing. And I think at that point, we were doing pretty okay and pretty good. And so I think that was the time where we were like, okay, maybe we need a help. Yep. And so I think at that point, that's, that's also the time that... We needed, uh, you know, we made our first hire.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so 2017, I know. Okay. So our first year, 2016, like half of 2016 to the, the beginning of 2017, we made around 30K. Uh, 2017, that whole year, we jumped to 170000 in revenue. So I know it's 170000 in revenue, but, you know, that, that doesn't mean takeaway money so i know we still had to buy inventory we still had to pay uh, expenses the rents, utilities fees uh, licensing fees we still had to pay taxes uh and then you know what whatever little left we had left you know it was kind of like take away money so i know during that time you could say it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows i know we also made a lot of mistakes i know in 2017 uh one of the ways we kind of like got the funding to get the pallets was we got loans. So I know one of the loans I took out was a loan and it was for $18,000. And that was just to fund the purchasing the pallets. And that's kind of like where one of our first mistakes came in, cause you know, we were we were buying the pallets, they were doing good, but we went into the assumption that every pallet we were gonna get was gonna, you know, be really good. And as we later learned that wasn't the case. So it does like matter when you do buy pallets to kind of like sell online it does matter what type of inventory you do get because if you get if you get the wrong inventory and it doesn't sell you're just gonna have it there so it's kind of like you have pallets of money just sitting there
0: yeah and so 2018 um i think that's when we started seeing on you know our first struggles pretty much i think just that some of the inventory that, that we bought it wasn't like selling and so i think that's where we came you know it came across you know like fuck, maybe this is something that you know what we need to rethink our business model and as i think at that point um we had to part ways with, you know, uh, our first hire. And I think at that point we were, you know what, I think it's time to, uh, at least you started with, you know, it's time to get a job.
1: Yeah. And I remember that day, like when I got a job at a manufacturing for like airplane parts, but I remember the feeling of, you know, like we, we did our usual routine. We worked out in the morning and then we went to the warehouse and then, then it was like, fuck, you know, I got to go to work. And I remember that feeling is like, you know, from being your own boss uh, to going back to work for someone else, it was kind of like, it, was, it the feeling hurt. And, you know, it kind of made me want to cry a little bit when I was in the car about to leave. And, uh, yeah, just uh, making those mistakes, we kind of had to go. We kind of had to decide, you know, we could continue the business. You know, maybe we could continue struggling, but, you know, is this something we want to do? And I think we decided maybe it's not what we want to do like, uh, selling liquidation, you know, like liquidation pallets and clothing. And so like we decided, okay, you know, maybe let's just take a step back and, you know, let's, let's reevaluate our situation.
0: And so that's why we got jobs. Yeah. But even at, at that point, um, we, we got jobs. Oh, well you got a job first. Mm-hmm. And I think we were, cause we didn't like completely just, no. you know, like just stop. Cause we still needed, like there was still loans that needed to be paid. And so we still had a lot of inventory. So. We you got a job and I remember I was still trying to like uh, sell the inventory and yeah. whatnot and I think at some point too I'm like you know what I need a job too and so but I, I still I think at the same time when we were working we were still trying to sell the inventory and, and then maybe when there were good deals yeah the, we you know we we bought too and so I think it just came like we just scaled back significantly yeah. we didn't have a warehouse we didn't have all all these stuff so we just scaled back and got jobs.
1: Yeah, and i think one of the reasons why we also got jobs was because we had a lot of loans that we had to take care of so that was one of the main reasons why we got loans um jobs uh why we got jobs was because we needed to pay off the loans so like how juan mentioned i got a job first and uh, later on he got a job but then we were still selling the the items we had left over from formal apparel to kind of like cover the loans and i remember during that time it was 2018 like to the beginning of 2019. So it was kind of like a year of a lot of struggles.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that was the most intense because I remember like all, 100% of our paychecks were going to the bare necessities and then paying off the loans. So I remember we had we both had uh, yeah. loans. Mm-hmm. I know you got one. We pretty much got the same amounts, like yeah, I think 18, 18, and, 18. 18 and 18, I think, or, or somewhere around there. So yeah, somewhere around there. And so it was just going to there uh to the pay off the loans not yeah. including the credit card loans yeah, the credit card loans and pretty much yeah like for like several months yeah 100 percent of our income was going back to pay off the loans the bare necessities so there wasn't like you know going out or anything like that and so yeah for and we were like and then uh, luckily also our landlord that we had at the time uh they were really cool and then they they understood and so they got off, they got us off our lease And so That really helped us a lot too Because yeah. I can't imagine Paying $3,000 a month In no, rent we wouldn't we, we wouldn't we wouldn't struggle we, we wouldn't be able to do it Especially at the Our income level back then Like we wouldn't been We wouldn't have been able to do it And so Yeah I remember and, and I remember that time Like I think
1: we did the math And together With like Both of our loans The credit card loans And I know we had taken out cars During that time Priuses yeah. Together it was like Over $80,000 in loans Yeah Like in debt and yeah and that <laughs> at the age of what uh,
0: 22
1: 23 yeah so that was a big learning experience and like i mentioned it was like the i think it was around april like march april of 2018 um and i know we struggled for a whole year like you mentioned uh, we didn't go out and you know this is you could say my my side of the you know like living through that i didn't have money uh we would you know like whatever little money we had from our current jobs everything would go back to paying off the loan so like my bank account would be like at 13 cents a dollar sometimes it would be negative i didn't have money to go out i didn't have money to buy myself clothing like i would wear the same clothing like like what i would do is i would just buy like you you could say the five pack you know white shirts or the five pack uh, black shirts and you know just wear that every day that was my uniform which i still wear that to the day you know like it's just i I, i'm very simple but yeah i didn't have money to do anything i remember for that time i didn't go out at all like i didn't go out with friends i didn't go out in general and one of the reasons why is because i just didn't have money like my credit cards were maxed uh my debit card in my bank account it was like 13 cents and then there was times they were negative and then it was negative for like a few weeks so like i would get charged fees
0: and i know you had a similar experience yeah yeah there's a lot of things that we went through but just i remember there was a lot of things that i remember and specifically like the when we went in the negatives because i remember we we you know at chase um we didn't have a lot of money and there was i remember there was this one time where i needed gas i only had like five bucks in the bank account i'm like but i need gas so i'm like you know what i'm gonna go overdraft anyway so i'm like you know what i just went to the gas station. I just put my card in. I know there was only like five bucks there. And, you know, I'm like, you know, screw it. I just filled up the uh, the tank. And, you know what? Minus, what? Minus 30. The, the next day is, you know, 20, I think it was a $30 draft, over, uh, $30, draft um, $30 overdraft fee. Uh, fuck, I expected. You know, what? I'll, I'll pay it off. Comes uh, Turns out that, you know, we need to pay other stuff too. So I'm like, we, you know, I can't, you know. Put it back at a uh, positive. So two weeks pass, and so they charge another, I think, fifteen dollar. And so I'm like, um, like banks aren't for like the poor people, because I'm like, so the bank charges you for being poor, for being overdraft. Two weeks pass, and it's like, okay, the bank says you're you're still poor. I'm gonna charge you another fifteen. So I could see how like a lot of people actually get into like that and can't get out of that hole, because I'm like. And, and that's one of the things that I'm like, fuck I, like, And I remember Chase calling too And I remember I saved the number as Chase, bad And so I remember When that number called I wouldn't answer Because they were all like you know, Hey, you know, I, we just want to let you know You're minus 50 like, So when are you going to put money In the bank? I'm like And so you know, at some point I'm like, I saved it I'm like, I'm not going to call I'm not going to answer this number And so Yeah, and so Just remembering that is like Being in that situation I'm like, fuck The bank charges you for being poor And then if you continue to be poor They charge you more so, uh, at that point, yeah, it, it's like I, in my in my head, I'm like the banks aren't for poor people. Mm. And who do you bank with right now? I still bank with Chase. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: Yeah, and so like I mean now that we're not in that, you know, we're not as poor yeah. anymore. I, I, it's just super convenient. It's, it is. It's well, at, le- at least from what I like experienced, Chase is the best bank, at least for us. Yeah,
1: and that's with any bank. If we would have gone overdraft with any other bank, it would have been the same story. Yeah. <clears throat> But, yeah, like I mentioned, uh, both of us struggled during that year. I know you were similar. You didn't go out, really. Like, um, I didn't go out, and it was for a whole year. And it was, like, during that time, we just focused on ourselves, focused on, you know, getting getting back on our feet, um, paying off our debt, you know, looking into starting the next thing, which leads me up to the next thing. Um, I know we had multiple jobs. What
0: was I working in? You were working, I think. Oh, yeah.
1: And during that time, I was working um, – Doing deliveries. So I was called the merchandiser. So if you ever see like those lace people or the Coca-Cola people kind of like stocking up the shelves, um, I used to do that. I used to have my own route. I used to work for this company called Mercado Latino. So they would sell like Hispanic goods. Uh, I know their main brand was Faraon. So like I would, I would have my own route and then I would just, my main thing was I had my stores, so I would drive. Uh, Stock up the shelves Kind of like see what needs to be ordered Order it And then you know That that was my whole Mm -hmm.
0: thing And I know for you It was a little different Yeah And so uh, I just also want to preface it By saying that I think Even Like just Throughout high school though we were always like on youtube videos yeah like just learning studying other businesses studying other people that uh, had businesses uh studying successful people and so i think throughout that time i think it also came to like the mentality that we built to do wfg that we were always learning trying to like uh, not just acquire but like learn mm-hmm. uh and how we can apply those things that we learn to our personal uh, business endeavors and so yeah um throughout the time we were always like on youtube we were always mm-hmm. like yep i think we were all at that time we were also uh hearing audible yeah and, and so i know there's a lot of books that we read that we understood or that they we, made sense they, they made sense but we didn't fully understand them but we didn't fully understand them until later on Now owning not only in a business with i think eight employees now we like understand them and so i saw that i think a lot of the times where you had to experience things in order to feel, like fully understand them but yeah Uh, So after, so just going back to, like, uh, the former parent, I think after some time, like, you know, we were trying to, like, um, we we sold, you know, our excess inventory, scaled back significantly. But at some point, I'm like, you know what, I need a job, too. So then I I think it was late 2018 or somewhere around there. I started working at at my last job. Okay. Uh, but at that time also we were selling the we were still selling the clothing we were still selling excess inventory and so i remember i started at my job and it, it was pretty much dealing with a vinyl wrap and uh, they used to sell vinyl wrap and from there it was a small business i learned uh, i learned co- quite a bit of, of stuff at least when it came to vinyl wrap or films in general and uh but we were still selling clothing. Uh, on our spare time, so we had our 40 hour work week, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like we used to wake up really early, work on you know selling the, our inventory, working on selling, you know, because we still had the business going, yep. we still purchased that stuff here and there, uh, working on our business, and then after work, we used to continue uh, working on our business too. So I remember there was time that uh, there were long days, yep, then weekends too. Yeah, but that's something we had to do, it was like we saw no other option. Um,
1: no one was gonna pay off our loans. No mm-hmm. one was gonna, you know, help us out. It was
0: just like us trying to get better, you know, trying to get back on our feet. So yeah, we, you know, we were just working, you know, working on at our jobs and working in our business. And I think I, I learned a lot of there, st- a lot of stuff there too. And so, but I, the opportunity presented itself to where we could start something similar, not the same, not the exact same thing, but a uh, similar. And so I think we just took that opportunity. And so at that time, we had pretty much three things going on, which was the uh, the clothing that we were selling or the the um, liquidations. Because I think at that point, it was not just clothing. It was mm. other stuff too. Because yep. I remember we used to buy like, or we had bought toys that we sold at the flea market. So yes. that's something else that we did. So we got uh, some experience selling at the uh, swap meets. I think it, it was 2018 uh what is it thanksgiving oh black friday yeah, that we right, went there right. we um went there. so so yeah we used to have like our liquidation business our jobs and then we also had our our we started we didn't start but we had the pre-cuts mm-hmm. going on for us too and so yeah and then at some point i think the pre-cuts for the like this the other business we bogartek it just started um doing better than the liquidation. So I think at that point we were all like, it doesn't make sense to continue doing the liquidation. And there, I think we still have some excess inventory until. I still time. have it to this day. Uh, and, and so we're like, you know what? It doesn't make sense, so let's just transition fully. And then I remember um, I stopped working. Or well, you started. You stopped working first, right?
1: Yeah, so during that time uh, when we started our current business, Bogartic Designs, I remember, um, I had a route so i didn't have a set location so like as soon as i finished my route i was done for the day but i would still get paid for eight hours um so what i would do is uh i would work on the business in the morning i would go to my routes do them as fast as i can and you know during that time when you really you know need to finish you find ways to kind of like you know cut down time a lot so i remember like during those times there would be times i would work three hours four hours you know and then so it was work on the business go work during that time and then come back and continue working on the business. So yeah, that that, that was the whole thing of uh, doing that process and I know when we started our first month, how much did we do in revenue?
0: Yeah, so when we transitioned from like our liquidation to our uh, board tick business, um, at the first month was $116 that we did. Okay, and then walk us, you know, from each month after that. Yeah, so the first month it was 116 Second month it was two thousand. Month after that it was eight thousand. Next month twelve thousand. The next month after that it was sixteen thousand. Next month was nineteen thousand. The next month after that it was twenty thousand. And then the final month for that year was twenty six thousand dollars. Then that month.
1: Yeah. So we started. Uh, we didn't have a full year, but I know we ended the year of twenty nineteen. That's when we started. Uh, we ended with one hundred and five thousand in revenue.
0: Yeah. So yeah, when we transitioned to that, yeah, it was a uh, hundred and five for that day for that year.
1: Yeah, and it was during these times that we saw, you know, like maybe this this is a very scalable business. Uh, and the reason why we scaled so fast was because we had all this prior knowledge. Yeah. If we would have started with like zero experience, I don't think we would have grown into where it, where it's at right now, or I don't think we would have done one hundred and five thousand during that year. So. One of one of the main reasons why we got to that level was because of our prior experience. We already knew how to deal with Amazon, eBay, Etsy, the other marketplaces. We already knew kind of like our logistics. We already had the work ethic. So we we kind of had a lot of things going to us. We had years of experience um, that kind of like allowed us to make that income.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so kind of like just like how hermosi says it, Alex hermosi says it. Uh, pretty much the skills that we had gained, it just pretty much stacked up to where we actually start uh, did something that actually was good. It just like the skills that we had accumulated throughout the time, it just piled up, and that's how it started taking off. So that's yeah, that's pretty much how it happened.
1: Yeah, and during that time, because we were doing like our last month, we did twenty six k in revenue. Uh, we had excess cash and you know that's when we little by little we you know we started getting more cash into our bank accounts our personal bank accounts we started paying off loans yep so that was like one of the first times we were kind of like we saw you like how you say the light at the end of the tunnel yeah so that's how we were doing so that was 2019 now let's move on to 2020 so just to give a rough idea in 2020 we hit 700k in revenue so we made that jump of 2019, we did 105000 to 2020. We kind of like multiplied multiplied it by seven times, six, yeah. seven times. And again, like I mentioned, it was because of all the skills, you know, we had acquired that allowed us to scale this quick. So uh, kind of like, let's just walk through 2020.
0: Yeah. So 2020, we had 700K. I remember we were renting us like... I think, I honestly forgot, but like a small office or a small, a small office. And then, uh, you know, as there was growth, we started, we, we knew that we had to kind of uh, get a bigger place. And so we got, um, I think a 2000 square foot office in Huntington Park. Yep. And so, yeah, it was just pretty much doing the same thing, uh, listings, images and so it was uh, a lot of the things were repetitive but we knew what to do based on our previous knowledge and experiences and so it was just constantly of the same thing and, and at that point i think we also got uh our first hire for bogey so yeah around 2020 we
1: were just doing the same things it was like we weren't doing anything fancy we just needed to do what needed to be done and uh, like i mentioned 2020 we hit 700 and 700 and like around the 700 thousands And so, yeah, we just repeated the same thing the whole time. And then come 2021, that was the year
0: we finally hit seven figures. In revenue, yeah. In revenue. Uh, Yeah, so honestly, like, there wasn't nothing special. We weren't trying to, like, it was just continuous, like, doing the same thing, listing new products, fulfilling good customer customer service. And so we did a lot of that, and it just naturally grew. And then 2021, pretty much the same thing. I don't think nothing changed. Nothing changed. Uh, That year, I think we hit 1.8, right? Yeah, we. 20, uh, yeah, but then at, at that time, there was also like, you could say we we kind of got lucky in that sense where we were in the right market mm-hmm. that, in the e-commerce space where people couldn't go out anywhere and they just had a lot of excess money that was yeah. coming in. They didn't have to pay the rent, and mm-hmm. on top of that, they were getting like four thousand dollars extra a month. People were getting cars. People were like, just they had, and especially when when, you I think when. You you live like on a paycheck to pay, like your mentality is like paycheck to paycheck and you get a, some excess money. I think it's hard to control like yep. it, it's it's because you come from experience of like not having to having something. So I think the lack of experience like it it, it just kind of like kind of similar experience with my dad. It, it forces you to spend in a sense. Yep. Um. But yeah, and so a lot of people had excess money. We were online. People were shopping online, and so our business just pretty much doubled it doubled over, right. overnight yeah from one month to the other yeah and so that was 2021 2022 uh it was uh, similar uh at the beginning of 2022 we we were like i think that was our i think march 2022 was our biggest month, it ever, was our biggest month ever ever yeah. and yeah and so you know we, we thought it was gonna you know do the same but then as time passed on you know like pe- uh, people started uh you know covid was pretty much over Yep And so we started going back to You know Our regular like Lives and whatnot. But at the same time There was a lot of people At least in the car industry uh, we, Which were in the car film industry A lot of people started Like losing their jobs mm-hmm. And then also A lot of people started getting their Like you know From the money that, The next money that they had The unemployment wasn't there So they couldn't pay their cars So a lot of people Were losing their cars A lot of repos There was less money People were more cautious Of what they spent on And so we We Throughout twenty twenty two, we we steadily saw like a a gradual like decline. It wasn't like over like you know a sharp decline, but it was a gradual decline. Uh, but as we saw that, we knew you know there's things that we got to do. You know, kind of like yep. going back to our roots as to why we actually started growing. And so uh, I remember like twenty twenty two and you know like twenty twenty two and onwards because currently it's what April 2023? April twenty twenty three. We knew okay you know what we just gotta do more products l- list and uh continue doing the same thing and just you know focus on the market just focus on what has been working for us and yeah. continue doing yeah. that uh for an extended period of time and then as we are seeing you know gradual decline 2022 even through like the recession and whatnot through like and it may get worse but even through all of this our sales are starting to go back up yeah. and so we see that you know kind of we veered off because you remember we 2022, we like, oh, you know, we're doing good, this and that. So I'm like, let's start this. Let's start a shop. Let's yeah, start this. L- let's
1: see how we can make more money. So, like, let's see, even though we're in the automotive industry in the film, let's see, okay, let's, let's start making parts for cars. You know, let's start making carbon fiber parts. Let's start making printed things, signs, banners, and whatnot. So we kind of got distracted of, it was kind of like we got, like, our skills got us to a certain level, but then we got distracted. So we saw it in our income. We saw it in the revenue of the business. So it's kind of like, you know, kind of like... Everything going down, even though we were still doing good, we were bringing out products, it wasn't, it, it was still in, de- in decline. So it's kind of like that kind of made us realize that, hey, you know, like if we continue the path we're going, it's going to be another form of apparel, you know, eventually down the line. So it's kind of like we got our shit together and we, you know, like little by little, we just started going back, like how Juan mentioned, to what worked. And right now we are doing that.
0: Yeah. And you could easily tell that yeah. if it wasn't for like, just oh you know what let's get rid of everything else and just focus on what h- had always been working for us uh, if it wasn't for that ourselves like we would be really like down i think over 50% yep. but because for example we started listing a lot more products yep. and you know just expanding the offering for each vehicle that we're doing i know that might be too specific but just going back to our roots mm-hmm. and focusing and just focus and that's one of the things that we always have read and always like understood but we actually didn't understand like we just focused back to what was working then we started seeing like the the start and increase again and so currently that's that's where we're in in 2023 yeah and just to add on to that i know
1: at the beginning of the business for bogartic designs the reason why we grew it so big is because we had that drive we kind of had that sense of urgency that necessity we were uncomfortable having to pay back the loans our credit cards you know people calling us and you know when our you know like the, the banks when are we going to get our money in a sense and i know during that time we also had to get more loans to be able to pay off the loans so it's kind of like we were working with a sense of urgency and then once we started making seven hundred thousand we started making seven figures yeah the revenue was in in revenue like the money was there we got comfortable yeah so i think that's what kind of like for a year and a half we got really comfortable we were just like we were just going through the motions we were just you know we would still come to work every day that's something we still did You know, like we still had the discipline of coming every day, you know, working eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours. But, you know, we were just kind of like going through the motions. We weren't seeing how we could grow the business. We were just kind of like maintaining. So because we got comfortable, I think that's why, you know, like it prevented us from growing like that much more. Uh, But then, like you mentioned, coming 2022 and seeing the decline in the business, seeing the decline in the revenue, it kind of like got us a little bit uncomfortable. And so... Yeah, that kind of like pushes to now like where we are where we are at right now, and it, right now we are we're currently pushing. I know that's something uh, everyone at work they see that we're pushing. Uh, we kind of have that sense of urgency, and it's because we know that if we don't do something to kind of like make the business better, then it's just gonna go back.
0: Yeah, and so like definitely like we like you said we didn't want it to be another forma. Yeah. Luckily, we weren't like we were in a position where we had like quite a bit of excess funds to be able to like fund any like like uh, extended uh, periods of losses. Um, but yeah, uh, like like you said, it, 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 we I think we did get too comfortable. Yeah. Uh, we got like you know we we at that point we had money. We had I'm not gonna say we had a lot of money, but we had you know we we bought a house. My mom was pretty much retired, so all these things were going good. And so I think that's what got us comfortable. You know, this is gonna continue. You know, you know for uh, for quite a bit of time. And so, but then when we started seeing that, yep, yeah, it, it's very true what you said. Um, yeah
1: yeah and i see that that period of comfortableness it was a year and a half of pretty much not trying to grow the business like i just you know look back and see see like you know if we would have done this if we would have pushed continue out through that growth phase we would have been a lot bigger but just like with anything i don't think we should say if you know what if if we would have done this okay now we know what to do so that's what we're doing right now we're going after it uh 2023 you know we're doing good, uh, better than the end of 2022. Um, and yeah, like how, you know, the Hispanic community, the Spanish people is, nos pusimos las pilas
0: and, you know, we're just going after it. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, uh, that pretty much sums up everything that we've, I mean, there's probably like things that we missed here and there, yeah, but there's a lot more, but sums up, uh, pretty much our, our experience, you know, out of high school. Yeah. Um. Yeah, basically our
1: entrepreneur journey, which was what we wanted to share, um, how we got to the point where we're at right now, how we started our journey. And, you know, basically how we got to our current business, which is Bogartic Designs. And, yeah, um, we will be elaborating more on, you could say, you know, what we're wrong with the other businesses, you know, what we learned, what we didn't learn. But that's going to be for other podcasts. So, like I mentioned, this was just an introduction, so you guys could get to know us. And in the future, we are gonna making more. We're gonna be making more podcasts. And so, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this
0: podcast. Any last messages before we end it? Yeah, and so pretty much we're gonna be talking about you know our experiences, a lot of things that we learned, a lot of like things that I feel like it's well, many our experiences, things that'll help a lot of people. And then we're also gonna talk about a lot, of, you know. Things that we started like enjoying now, which is, I think, cars, which is something at least personal for me that I didn't um, really care for, but being in the industry, I had, I had a, I grew a liking to it, yeah. and just I think the experiences, going into details about some of the things that we went through, and not just went through, but some of the things that we learned, and some of the things that we can help people with. Yep. I, I think it's definitely gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of knowledge that can be learned from that. Yeah. And so now, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess my final final thoughts. I think. With our experiences Looking at everything Like I feel like There's gonna be A lot of value That, that we bring To uh, uh to the You know The people mm-hmm. that l- Listen And so like Yeah If Yeah Just I mean I, if, if I could You know Just leave it at that As uh, you know There's gonna be a lot of value I think that that we say Especially for like Knowing like that Where we came from mm-hmm. And you know What's po- actually possible Yeah I, I, I think it's gonna I think it'll be good Even if it's just for ourselves You know Like i think it'll be good to like that to lay out all that information
1: yeah and then i guess one final thing is like looking back at everything i wouldn't consider ourselves specials you know where there's a lot of people that are smarter than us you know there's a lot of people who have better connections who grew up with uh family members who had like some type of financial knowledge we had to learn everything on our own our like you know there's nothing wrong with the You know, our parents telling us to go to work, go to college, you know, become a doctor, become something successful through college. And so, like, because we learned everything on our own, uh, we kind of just want to pay it forward and share it to everyone. Uh, And, you know, anyone who comes across this video kind of like give you that different perspective of viewing things that there's like how they say that there's multiple ways to, you could say, skin a cat. So there's different ways to be successful or even just, you know, to live a better life, have a little bit more money, uh, live more comfortable. And, you know, we're just going to share, you know, our point of view, our, you know, our perspective. And hopefully that can help you guys in the future. But yeah, anything else?
0: No, I think those are some also final thoughts. Yeah.
1: But yeah, with that being said, thank you guys for watching. Like how I mentioned, my name is Alexis. And my name is Juan. And thank you guys for watching and we'll see you on the next podcast.